Recording live from San Francisco, California. This is Go Filipino. Kumusta? Welcome to Go Filipino. Let's learn Tagalog with me, Chris Andres. Happy New Year everyone! Manigong bagong taon sa inyong lahat. The year 2020 may have ended, but wow. 2021 sounds like 2020 with banks. All because one guy refuses to accept defeat when he should have been. But enough about him. My husband and I celebrated the holidays with as much Filipino traditions as possible. I prepared a simple Noche Buena and Media Noche, which are the Christmas Eve and the New Year's Eve dinners respectively. In both times, I made pancit, which is the Filipino version of chow mein, stir-fried noodles, and a modified version of bibingka, which is the Filipino holiday rice cake, in which in my recipe, I incorporated blueberries and flax seeds. I panicked a bit because I thought I screwed up both times, but my husband liked what I prepared, and I appreciate that. I hope your holiday celebrations were as special as mine. This lesson is about the other affixes used for locative focus verbs, which are the in suffix and the pag an combinations. Please keep on listening, subscribing, and leaving five-star reviews wherever you listen to this podcast. If you can't leave a review on your podcast listening platform like Spotify, head on over to podchaser.com. That's P-O-D-C-H-A-S-E-R.com. Search for Go Filipino and please post a five-star review. The more five-star reviews, the more often this podcast is recommended to prospective listeners. Here's a five-star review posted on Apple Podcast by Z. Alex Ando. I'm an adult who, like many Filipinos that were born here in the U.S., was not taught Tagalog by my parents, as they wanted us to assimilate and become American so that we are not at a perceived disadvantage. Although, as a young person, I never really missed not speaking the language, but as an adult, it became not only embarrassing not being able to converse in our native language, but I believe a part of me was also losing a strong and meaningful connection to our Filipino culture, as language is a core building block of any culture. And Go Filipino has now become a core building block in learning Tagalog as an adult. Through each lesson, you not only learn language with Chris, but you get pieces of history and culture as well. You get introduced to some of the sense and sensibilities and sense of humor of Filipinos. You're learning not only the language, but the appreciation for the Filipino language and the Filipino people. And that's pretty powerful. I'm only through lesson 11 as of this review, but I'm looking forward to continuing my learning with Chris. It's been also nice to share my learnings with my family, which is something really positive during these challenging times in the world. So thank you, Chris, for teaching, sharing, and creating a positive change in the world. It's incredibly valuable, appreciated, and needed. Salamat. Maraming salamat, Z. Alex Ando. Don't forget to follow Go Filipino Pod on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. 
You can also check out my merchandise on TeePublic. That's T-E-E-Public.com slash user slash GoFilipinoPod. Alright, it's time to grab your pen and paper. We will continue our lesson about locative focus verbs in the Tagalog language after this break. Welcome back to Go Filipino. Let's continue our lesson about verbs in the Tagalog language. Last time, we featured the an suffix when used as locative focus verbs. On this lesson, we will get to know the other affixes that can be used in this type of verbal focus, namely the in suffix and the pag an affix combination. Let's start with the in locative focus verbs. This type of verbal focus is what I would like to call a gray area, since it functions like an in-object focus verb, which we learned in lesson 35, but it has that sense of direction towards another person or a place, which makes it a locative focus verb as well. The first example features a sense of direction towards a third person. Yakapin mo siya. Yakapin mo siya. Yakapin mo siya. It means embrace that person. The focus is on that person. Word for word it's Yakapin mo siya. Yakapin mo siya. Yakapin mo siya. The first word is Yakapin. 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 Yakapin is spelled as Y A K A P I N. It is a command to embrace or hug. Yakapin comes from the root word Yakap. 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 Which means a hug. And then we add the in suffix to become an object focus verb. The sense of direction of hugging another person also makes yakapin a locative focus verb. The next word is mo. 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 Mo is spelled as M O. It means you in non focus form. You are asked to embrace someone, but you are not the focus of the sentence. Up next, we have sha. 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 Sha is spelled as S-I-Y-A. It means him or her or that person in focus form. This person happens to be the recipient of your embrace. The mo pronoun can be omitted to become yakapin sha. Yakapin sha. Yakapin sha. The next example features a sense of direction towards an animal or an object that acts as the focus of the sentence. Tawagin mo ang pusa. Tawagin mo ang pusa. Tawagin mo ang pusa. It means call out the cat. The focus is on the cat. Word for word, it's tawagin 
mo, ang, pusa, tawagin, mo, ang, pusa, tawagin, mo, ang, pusa. The first word is tawagin, tawagin, tawagin. Tawagin is spelled as T-A-W-A-G-I-N. It means call out someone. Tawagin comes from the root word tawag. 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 Which means a call. And then you add the in suffix to become an object focus verb. But since there is a sense of direction of calling out a third party, which in this case an animal, tawagin is also a locative focus verb. Take note that tawagin should not be confused with tawagan. 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 Which is a command to call someone on the telephone. The next word is mo, which is spelled as M-O. It means you in non-focus form. And then we have ang. 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 Ang is spelled as A-N-G. It is the focus marker that introduces the main topic of the sentence, which in this case is pusa. 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 Pusa is spelled as P-U-S-A. It means a cat. The focus of this sentence. This animal should be called out. Again, the mo pronoun can be omitted to become tawagin ang pusa. Tawagin ang pusa. Tawagin ang pusa. The next example features a location as the focus of the sentence. Pasukin natin ang lumang bahay. Pasukin natin ang lumang bahay. Pasukin natin ang lumang bahay. It means, let's enter the old house. The focus is on the old house. Word for word, it's pasukin natin ang lumang bahay. Pasukin natin ang lumang bahay. Pasukin natin ang lumang bahay. The first word is pasukin. 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 Pasukin is spelled as P A S U K I N. It is a command to enter a place. Pasukin comes from the root word pasok. 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 Which is spelled as P A S O K. Which means an entry. And then we switch the O into U before adding the in suffix to become an object 
focus verb. However, the sense of direction of entering a place also makes pasukin a locative focus verb. The next word is natin. 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 Natin is spelled as N-A-T-I-N. It means we in non-focus form. Up next, we have ang, which is spelled as A-N-G. It is the focus marker that introduces the main topic of this sentence, which consists of a phrase starting with lumang. 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 Lumang is spelled as L-U-M-A-N-G. It consists of the adjective luma. 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 Which means old. And then, the ng suffix is added to link the root word to the noun it describes as old. Which in this case is Bahai, 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 Bahai is spelled as B-A-H-A-Y. It means house. Lumang Bahai means old house. The focus of this sentence, the location where we enter. In this case, the natin pronoun cannot be omitted because the speaker is included among the people who are about to enter the old house. The next example features a part of something or someone as the focus of the sentence. Haplusin mo ang ulo ng sanggol. Haplusin mo ang ulo ng sanggol. Haplusin mo ang ulo ng sanggol. It means lightly rub the baby's head. The focus is on the baby's head. Word for word, it's haplusin, mo, ang, ulo, nang, sanggol. Haplusin, mo, ang, ulo, nang, sanggol. Haplusin, mo, ang, ulo, nang, sanggol. The first word is haplusin, 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 haplusin is spelled as H-A-P-L-U-S-I-N. It is a command to lightly rub or caress something. Haplusin comes from the root word haplos, haplos. Haplos, which is spelled as H-A-P-L-O-S. It means a light rub or a caress. And then we switch the O into U before adding the in suffix to become an object focus verb. However, the sense of direction of placing your hand on something also makes haplusin a locative focus verb. The next word is mo, which is spelled as M-O. It means you in non-focus form. Followed by ang, which is spelled as A-N-G. 
It is the focus marker that introduces the main topic of this sentence. The main topic is a focus phrase starting with ulo, 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 ulo is spelled as U-L-O. It means head, the place where you're supposed to lightly rub. But whose head is it? It is introduced by the next word, nang, nang. Nang. Nang is spelled as NG. It is the possession marker that introduces the owner of the previously mentioned head, and that is Sangol. 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 Sangol is spelled as S A N G G O L. It means a baby. Ulo ng sanggol means the baby's head. The focus of this sentence. Again, the mo pronoun can be omitted to become haplusin ang ulo ng sanggol. Haplusin ang ulo ng sanggol. Haplusin ang ulo ng sanggol. The last example for this set features the use of abstract concepts as the focus of the sentence. Abutin mo ang iyong pangarap. Abutin mo ang iyong pangarap. Abutin mo ang iyong pangarap. It means reach for your dream. The focus is on your dream. Word for word it's abutin mo ang iyong pangarap. Abutin mo ang iyong Pangarap. Abutin mo ang iyong pangarap. The first word is abutin. 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 Abutin is spelled as A B U T I N. It is a command to reach for something. Abutin comes from the root word abot. 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 Which means within reach. And then we switch the O into U before adding the in suffix to become an object focused verb. However, the sense of direction of reaching for something also makes abutin a locative focused verb. This is followed by mo, which is spelled as M-O. It means you in non-focus form. And then we have ang, which is spelled as A-N-G. It is the focus marker that introduces the main topic of this sentence. It consists of two words, starting with iyong. 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 Iyong is spelled as I-Y. O ng. Iyong consists of iyo. 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 Which means your in locative form. And the ng suffix to link the pronoun to the noun that is yours. And that is pangarap. 
pangarap 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 is spelled as p a n g a r a p it means a dream iyong pangarap means your dream the focus of this sentence the abstract concept that you should reach for again the mo pronoun can be omitted to become abutin ng iyong pangarap abutin ng iyong pangarap abutin ng iyong pangarap the next special type of locative focus verbs will be discussed after this break We're back at Go Filipino. The other special type of locative focus verb uses the pag an affix combination, with the pag prefix placed at the beginning of the root word and the an suffix at the end of it. The pag an locative verb indicates an action that is performed in, on, or at the locative focus of the sentence. On this set of examples, the mo or ninyo pronouns is omitted in the sentence. For example, Pagsabihan si Lolit na magluto na. Pagsabihan si Lolit na magluto na. Pagsabihan si Lolit na magluto na. It means, tell Lolit to cook already. The focus is on Lolit. Word for word it's Pagsabihan Si, lolit, na, magluto, na. Pagsabihan, si, lolit, na, magluto, na. Pagsabihan, si, lolit, na, magluto, na. The first word is, Pagsabihan, 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 pagsabihan is spelled as P-A-G-S-A-B-I-H-A-N. It is a command to tell something to someone else. It comes from the root word sabi. Sabi, sabi, sabi is spelled as S-A-B-I, which means a statement. And then we add the pag prefix and the han suffix, since the root word ends in a vowel without a glottal stop, to become a locative focus verb. The next word is C. 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 C is spelled as S-I. It is the focus name marker, which introduces the name of the person who needed to be told to do something. That person happens to be Lolit, capital L-O-L-I-T, Lolit. The next word is Na, 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 Na is spelled as N-A. In this context, na is used to introduce an adverb, 
which in this case is the action that the focus is supposed to perform. Think of it as the Tagalog version of to, T-O. And that adverb is magluto. 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 Magluto is spelled as M-A-G-L-U-T-O. It is a command to cook something. Magluto comes from the root word luto. 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 Which means a cooking or a cuisine. And then we add the mag prefix to become an actor focus verb, which we discussed in lesson 34. Up next we have na, which is spelled as N-A. In this context, na means already, which demands for an immediate action. Had the focus of this sentence been the actor, which in this case is the person tasked to tell Lolit to cook, the sentence would have been, Magsabi ka kay Lolit na magluto na. Magsabi ka kay Lolit na magluto na. Magsabi ka kay Lolit na magluto na. Another example. Pagkainan ng dahon ng saging. Pagkainan ng dahon ng saging. Pagkainan ng dahon ng saging. It means eat from the banana leaf. The focus is on the banana leaf. Word for word it's pagkainan ang dahon ng saging. Pagkainan ang dahon ng saging. Pagkainan ang dahon ng saging. The first word is pagkainan. 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 Pagkainan is spelled as P A G K A I N A N. It is a command to eat from something. Pagkainan comes from the root word kain. 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 Which means an eating activity or consumption. And then we add the pag prefix and the an suffix to become a locative focus verb. The next word is ang, which is spelled as a ng. It is the focus marker that introduces the main topic of this sentence. The main topic is a phrase starting with dahon. 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 Dahon is spelled as D A H O N. It means a leaf. But what kind of leaf is it? It is introduced by the next word. Nang. 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 Nang is spelled as ng. In this context, nang is a possession marker, which introduces the noun that owns the previously mentioned leaf. And that is saging. 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 
Sagging is spelled as S-A-G-I-N-G. It means a banana. Dahon ng saging means banana leaf. The focus of this sentence. Had the focus of this sentence been the actor, which in this case is the person tasked to eat from the banana leaf, it would have been, Kumain ka sa dahon ng saging. Kumain ka sa dahon ng saging. Kumain ka sa dahon ng saging. Another example. Pagbilhan ng tindahan. Pagbilhan ng tindahan. Pagbilhan ng tindahan. It means buy at the store. The focus is on the store. Word for word it's pagbilhan. Ang tindahan. Pagbilhan ang tindahan. Pagbilhan ang tindahan. The first word is pagbilhan. 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 Pagbilhan is spelled as P-A-G-B-I-L-H-A. N. It is a command to buy from somewhere. Pagbilhan comes from the root word bili. 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 Which is spelled as B-I-L-I. It means a purchase. And then we add the pag prefix and the han suffix. Since the root word ends in a vowel without a glottal stop, to become a locative focus verb. Since the second I becomes silent in the process, that letter is dropped. The next word is ang, which is spelled as A-N-G. It is the focus marker that introduces the main topic of this sentence, and that is tindahan. 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 Tindahan is spelled as T-I-D-A-H-A-N. It is the Tagalog word for store, the focus of this sentence. Had the focus of this sentence been the actor, which in this case is the person tasked to buy at the store, it would have been, Bumili ka sa tindahan. Bumili ka sa tindahan. Bumili ka sa tindahan. Another example. Pagtulugan ng ibabaw ng double deck. Pagtulugan ng ibabaw ng double deck. Pagtulugan ng ibabaw ng double deck. It means sleep on top of the bunk bed. The focus is on the top bunk bed. Word for word it's pagtulugan ang Ibabaw ng double deck. Pagtulugan ang ibabaw ng double deck. Pagtulugan ang ibabaw ng double deck. The first word is pagtulugan. 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 Pagtulugan is spelled as P 
A G T U L U G A N It is a command to sleep on something. Pagtulugan comes from the root word tulog. 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 Which is spelled as T U L O G. It means a sleeping activity. And then we switch the O into U before adding the pag prefix and the an suffix to become a locative focus verb. The next word is ang, which is spelled as A-N-G. It is the focus marker that introduces the main topic of this sentence, which in this case is a phrase starting with ibabaw. 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 Ibabaw is spelled as I-B-A-B-A-W. It means on top of something. But on top of what? That is introduced by the possessive phrase, starting with NANG, which is spelled as NG. In this context, NANG is a possession marker, which introduces the noun where that top surface is located. And that is double deck. Double deck. Double deck. It consists of two English words, namely double and deck. In Philippine English, double deck refers to bunk beds. Ibabaw ng double deck means on top of the bunk bed or on the top bunk bed, which is the focus of this sentence. Had the focus of this sentence been the actor, which in this case is the person tasked to sleep on the top bunk bed, the sentence would have been, Matulog ka sa ibabaw ng double deck. Matulog ka sa ibabaw ng double deck. Matulog ka sa ibabaw ng double deck. Our last example, Pag-igihan ng trabaho. Pag-igihan ng trabaho. Pag-igihan ng trabaho. It means, do the job well. The focus is on the job. Word for word, it's pag-igihan ang trabaho. Pag-igihan ang trabaho. Pag-igihan ang trabaho. The first word is pag-igihan. 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 Pag-igihan is spelled as P-A-G hyphen I-G-I-H-A-N. It is a command to do something well. Pag-igihan comes from the root word igi. 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 Which means orderliness or excellence. And then we add the pag prefix and the han suffix, since the root word ends with a vowel with no glottal stop, to become a locative focus verb. The next word is ang, which is spelled as A-N-G. It is the focus marker that introduces the main topic of this sentence, and that happens to be trabajo. 
trabajo, trabajo, trabajo es spadas T R A B A H O. It means work or job. The focus of this sentence. Had the focus of this sentence been the actor, which in this case is the person tasked to do the job well, it would have been umigi kasa trabaho. Umigi kasa trabaho. Umigi kasa trabaho. We will be right back after this break. Hey guys, one way to keep this podcast running is by subscribing to my Patreon. Subscribe for $5 a month and you get early access to newly published lessons, along with loads of exclusive content and a bonus presentation at the end of each month. A big shout out to our current $5 patrons. Craig Putz, Isaac Buwan, Gladys Trinidad, Ken Yeager, Paulo de Armas, Christian de Malanta, Jay Springy, Elaine, Brian, Melinda Connor, Caroline Jane Walsh, Alex, Chris with a CH, Alexander Ong, Ninya Lech, Kirsty, Steph, Ollie Crouch, Natasha Esguera, John Bailey, Roger Shaktel, Teresa Salud, and Shane. Thank you so much for making this podcast possible. You too can subscribe to my Patreon. That's patreon.com slash gofilipinapod and enjoy exclusive perks. And now, back to our lesson. We're back at Go Filipino. Let's recap what we have learned. Apart from the an suffix, the locative focus verbs also use the in suffix as well as the pag an affix combination. While verbs that end with in are technically object focus verbs, some of them come with a physical or psychological sense of direction from one point to another, which also makes them locative focus verbs. Meanwhile, the pag prefix and an suffix are placed on a root word to indicate an action that is performed in, on, or at the locative focus of a sentence. Don't forget to share this podcast with a friend or family member who might want to learn more about Tagalog, one of the most beautiful languages in Asia. I leave you now with a Tagalog proverb. Bumahingang Maynila, sinipon ang buong bansa. Bumahingang Maynila, sinipon ang buong bansa. Bumahingang Maynila, sinipon ang buong bansa. It means, when Manila sneezes, the whole country catches the cold. This proverb is a commentary on the centralized governance of the Philippines, how everything from politics, economy, and even culture are decided by what goes on in Metro Manila, the capital region. Word for word, it's Bumahing Ang Maynila Sinipon Ang Buong Bansa Bumahing Ang Maynila Sinipon Ang Buong Bansa Bumahing Ang Maynila Sinipon 
ang buong bansa. Again, bumahingang Maynila, sinipon ang buong bansa. Until next time, paalam! Bye-bye! This has been Go Filipino. Let's learn Tagalog with me, Chris Andres. For inquiries, email me at gofilipinopod at gmail.com. Special thanks to Kevin McLeod for the theme song, Rainbows.